With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining. Tonight, I am flying solo. Um, Jeremy's a bit under the weather, so um, I, you're stuck with me for the hour, uh, me and our, our guest, Garland. Uh, it's going to be a great show, so I want to thank you all for tuning in. If you're tuning in for the first time, um, thanks for checking us out. Uh, what Pause Radio is, is a radio show for those living with HIV and AIDS. It kind of gives the, the power back to our voices us to have a voice again, and we invite um, individuals to come on and share their stories, um, anywhere from people you may have seen on TV to everyday Joes like myself who just want to share their story for the first time and, and, and get it out there and start becoming an advocate. So we um, you know, invite you, if you'd like to uh, be a guest on the show and share your personal story, you can contact us at, uh, you can contact me, Robert, at pauseim.com, or you can go right to pauseim.com and use the contact page and submit your story that way. And um, we'd love to have you on the show. We're always looking for great new guests. Um, again, if you're a first-time listener, uh, we want to thank you for checking us out. Um, we are hosted on Blog Talk Radio, and you can join Blog Talk Radio and then uh, get friendly reminders every week, or you could follow us on Twitter at PauseIM, and we give out friendly reminders that way too, so you're always uh, connected with us. Also, we have a Facebook page uh, if you search PauseIM Radio, and you can stay connected wherever you're at. Or you can even join what we have is our own social network called uh, PauseIM, and uh, it's a social networking site for people living with HIV and AIDS, and it's more of a social support site, um, and it's built around great people who are there to help you um, move past your diagnosis and, and make you realize you're not alone. You know, that's why we created it. Um, I felt alone. I felt I didn't have a voice, and I wanted to have a place where I could connect with other people and not have to be the pressure to have to impress them for it to be a dating site. So um, it's more of a social site for support, and I think it's uh, really, you know, helping people out, and we have a great crowd of people there who, you know, are, are active and, and really share their personal stories and blogs, and that's the cool part about it. You get your own profile, and then you can start blogging, and every month we have a, uh, a topic for the bloggers to blog about, and everybody's a blogger on the site. If you're a POSIM or a member of the site, then you have your own blog, and you're considered a blogger and you're able to go and blog on, like this month we have Starting Meds, and all the bloggers are now sharing their personal stories of what it's like to uh, start meds and what their journey was like starting meds and what they were afraid of and things like that. And, and hearing the journey from different people's perspectives, like long-term survivors face different fears and different um, you know, things to worry about when they were starting meds in the ni- early 90s. 
And we now, today, people who are starting meds in 2000, you know, and 11 are, have a little bit more different fear because there's better meds available for them. So, you know, reading different views and how they went through their journeys, it's just a, a great thing. So go check out POSIM, go to POSIM.com and, and join and, and create a profile. Uh, we're here every Sunday at 9 p.m. Um, the other thing I did want to uh, talk about was I had some uh, somebody posted on Facebook that they canceled brothers and sisters, and uh, I have to say I'm kind of devastated. Um, if you watch the show on TV, uh, Channel 6, I believe, usually comes on Sunday nights right after the radio show, and just last season they featured uh, the Uncle Saul came out as somebody who was – HIV positive, he found out he was positive, um, you know, through an old friend, and <clears throat> he got tested. And it was one of those groundbreaking moments that the show had many of those moments where it was the first of. I believe they had the first gay wedding um, ever on primetime TV. And, you know, and then they actually put somebody who was HIV positive on primetime and had them deal with those issues. And it was just a really, for me, an amazing show. And for them to cancel it, I'm kind of upset about that. Um, it's it's really devastating um, for me because it was a show that I finally felt like, oh, I can relate to. You know, it was very real. It was very a real family with real issues, and everybody had their own little niche. And everybody, I could find myself, you know, somebody in my family who, who could be that person. So for me, it was very real. So it, it, you can check it out on DVD or whatever. Um, but tonight we're going to have a special guest who's going to be calling in in a few minutes. And this is a gentleman who... I met briefly at the Positive Living Conference down in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Um, his name is Garland Kicklighter, and he is an amazing man. And he has such an amazing story. He runs a website called WeWalkToWin.org, um, and he's actually debuting it tonight, and you can go and check it out now. Um, and it's, it's totally amazing. He, he shares his personal story of his walking disability, and living with HIV and AIDS and how his life has changed and how it's just a really touching story. Um, his personal story is amazing. I think that for him to put himself out there like that and, and share his personal story, is, that's what this show is all about. It's about people sharing their stories and, and us finding ourselves in pieces of everyone else's story. And I think that's what I think – why I kind of like this guy so much because he's so real and so honest and so raw. Um, you know, he was diagnosed in 2009 um, after he lived in Atlanta. He dealt with drug addiction, and, you know, he was diagnosed with AIDS in 2009. And, you know, I can't imagine what that was like. And, and he's going to come on and, and share that when he calls into the show now. And we also want to let you know that we'll be taking your questions throughout the whole hour. So you're more than welcome to call in at any time during the show if you have a question for us. Uh, the number to call in is 347-215-9442. And another thing that I wanted to, to bring up before Garland calls in is um, an interesting thing that we're doing here in Philadelphia is every uh, National Latino AIDS Awareness Day, I'm not sure the exact date, I, I'm, I'm bad with dates, um, but we do this kick HIV tournament, and it's really cool, and it's like a soccer tournament where there's adults, and then there's also kids who play in the tournament, and there's, you know, awareness about HIV and AIDS, and there's doing free testing, and it's just really cool, and they have the local, we have a, a 
Oh, we used to, I don't even know if the Philadelphia Kicks are still around, but we used to have an, an indoor professional team because before soccer blew up, when the World Cup came, all of a sudden, like, soccer just blew up, and now everybody, you know, there's now the Fox Soccer Channel and all that. There was indoor soccer, and that was all it was. It was the only thing we could go see. So when the Philadelphia Kicks was the team that's in Philly, and they would have a mascot, and they would come and take pictures with the kids at the – at this tournament, and it's just really, really cool. And we're doing it again this year. And the team that I play for here in Philly, um, the Philadelphia Falcons, they're the Philadelphia's own gang lesbian soccer team, which is really cool. Um, we kind of help them out and partner with um, the National Latino AIDS Organization down there and, and put together a really cool time. And I think it's really cool that it's able to combine two things I love because I have a love for soccer and a love for educating people. And you're never too young to be educated. I mean, you're never too young to be educated. So once Garland calls into the show, we'll be speaking with him. Um, some other things that I want to talk about is, oh, I just got to see, for the first time, I actually watched the whole movie, because it's a very long movie, um, and the band played on. And I, I rented the, the, the book. I rented the book. I you know, got it from the library, took it out, and it was just too much. I couldn't read it all. So when... <laughs> When I returned it, she asked me if I read the whole thing and if I was going to take it back out again. And I kind of chuckled and said, no, I actually remembered I DVR'd it like three years ago, and it's still sitting in my queue. So me and my partner watched it last night, and, you know, that movie was really eye-opening to the epidemic and, and what is actually happening, you know, with AIDS in the United States and how it all began and, and how people want it. We needed to make noise, and the noise people wouldn't make noise in the press. And how, since it was a gay thing, they kind of hid it, and they didn't really talk about it, and it got very little press. And if it was something that was bigger, and it was just a very powerful movie. So if you ever can, I'm sure you people now have Redbox. I don't think you can get Redbox. It's scratch that. But you can definitely get it from Netflix um, and, and check that out. It's called And the Band Played On. It's the whole history of AIDS and, and how it started and, and what it was like back in you know in the 80s for people living with HIV and AIDS. It was, it was a very scary time. It's much different than what it is today. You know, we're fortunate enough to have meds and, and enough awareness campaigns that people should be educated. Unfortunately, not everybody is, but it's good that people are. I want to um, see here. I have Garland on the line, so I'm going to go ahead and bring on Garland. I believe this is him, so please help me welcome Garland, is that you? Yeah, it's Garland. How are you? Hey, welcome to the show, Garland. Hey, thanks for having me, Robert. I'm so excited to have you on, man. Thanks very much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I was thrilled, thrilled, tickled pink to meet you down at the Positive Living Conference, you and your partner. Oh, and, oh, you oh. Know, it, was, it was so nice. No, it was great. It was, it was a great thing to meet you, too. Great, yeah, it was great. It a very nice conference. Did you like that conference? Oh, yeah, I loved it, loved it. Have you been yeah, to it before? Because nice. that was my first time. Uh, that was my second year. Last year, a yeah. year before last was my first year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're amazing. It was great people. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it's like a big family. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's always good to have a good family of support. So, so anyway, yeah, so yeah. How, are you, how are you doing this evening? How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. This is the first time I've done something like this, so I've been kind of anxious today, but I'm excited. So, so we have the the inside scoop, the first scoop of Garland Kicklighter, right? Yes, I uh, have Kicklighter. Mm-hmm. I didn't make there it up myself. Go. 
It, I was actually cool with that <laughs> name, yeah. <laughs> do people ask you if it's your real last name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. <laughs> it's like, no, that's my drag name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, that's, anyway. That's not my drag name. That's a real name. So let's talk about you and, and the great things that you're doing. Let's let's um, rewind a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what it was like for you when you were diagnosed in 2009. Well, when I was diagnosed in 2009, um, I had dealt with, prior to being diagnosed, I had had several mini strokes leading up to that, that year, um, so, I mean, I had, you know, forewarning indications, but I was in complete denial. I mean, I thought that um, this could never happen to me, you know. Um, Were you educated? So, huh? Were you educated about it? Like, where did you grow up at? Um, well, I grew up. Because you're in Florida now, right? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida now. Um, right. I grew up here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I, I lived in Atlanta for eight years. Um, but, you know, I kind of was scared to be educated. Um, I kind of thought it would never happen to me. And, um, I was just in complete denial against, about the whole thing. I thought it would just, that would never happen to me. I, you know, I, I was just in, I just thought it would never happen to me. And, um. Yeah, because, you know. I remember thinking that, too. Like, it was like, oh, it's like a one in a million. It's like winning the lottery. Like, it'll never happen. Exactly, exactly. I just thought, you know, that, that, that'll that just never happen to me. You know, little old me, that'll never happen to me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and boy, was I wrong. But when I was first diagnosed, um, you know, they they tried to test me for everything under the sun to find out, you know, to find out why I had no energy why I was always sick of death on my stomach, why I was having all these many strokes. And they kept asking me, you know, do you think you might have HIV? And I thought, you know, I thought, no, there's no, no way. Nope, mm-mm, nope, nope, nope. And I guess they have to have your permission to get tested. And I wouldn't give them my right. permission. So they kept testing me for everything under the sun. And so finally they said, Garland, they said, you know, we really, really think you need to get tested. So I finally gave in. And I said, well, go ahead and test me. You know, you said, it's going to come up negative. It's going to come up negative. Go ahead and test me. So uh, meanwhile, I had a really bad mini stroke. And so the same day that I got my results from my first MRI, I got my test results back from um, from my HIV test. So that's when I found out, you know, that I had um, I got the results right from my MRI, finding out that I had some really bad brain damage, and that's when they also told me that not only did I have HIV, I had AIDS, and I had very little immune system. I had a CD4 count of 64. And wow! Now, was, the, was the, huh? the brain damage was that from the stroke? Yeah. Well, well. The, yeah, the mini circle was caused by the virus got into my brain. Okay. Yeah, was you know the Trojan effect where the virus overtakes a white blood cell and gets past the blood-brain barrier and just starts having a picnic on your brain. So, so am I correct in assuming that 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 you would have been infected a while before that? 
Yes. And not yes. known about it? Like, uh, how, do you know how long? Roughly? Do Probably know? years. Probably years. Yeah. They say, yes. Mm-hmm. So you're lucky yeah. at that time that you got that test. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And uh, come to find out later on, you know, they told me, you know, we'll just get you on this medicine and you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. We're not worried about you at all. And then after I started getting better, come to find out they were scared I was not going to live. <laughs> I was like, you know, they weren't going to let me in on their fear. But they let me in after I get started getting better and I was going to make it, you know. They're like, Garland, we didn't want to tell you, but we were really scared you weren't going to make it. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. But I made it. So I'm doing good now. So. Well, you're here because you have a mission. <laughs> yes, you I'm know? here because I, yeah, I really feel that's why I'm here because I do. I feel like this is my mission that I'm on right now. So. So, um, so, so after you were diagnosed, right, and mm-hmm. what, what was your thought process at that time when they told you? What um, you like? Well, I was terrified. I was just completely like my whole life. I'm never going to. First of all, I was scared I was going to die. You know, I, I thought I'm never going to accomplish anything else in my life. Um, just going to be, you know, a vegetable the rest of my life, especially when I end up losing the ability to walk, you know. Um, I, um, just, just all, all hope and ambition was just gone for life. Um, I was scared to death about losing my family and my friends, and, um, I was just scared about life. And I'm sitting how was the walk. reaction when how was the reaction when you told your family? Oh Lord, it was horrible. I, actually, I tried to hide it from my family, who I was living with at the time. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I was able to hide it for about a week, and um, at that time I had no energy, and I was just sitting on the couch, you know, all the time, and you know, couldn't get up to do anything, and I was just, you know, just completely just a vegetable, you know, just sitting around, and um. Finally, my mom just walked into the living room one time. I was just staring at the TV, and she just looked at me, and she's like, you know, with tears in her eyes, and she looked at me, and she's like, do you have AIDS? And I was like, look at her, and I said, yes, actually, I do. And, um, boy, you know, it, it just went downhill from there. And they, they, uh, I was, I, I was never given any sympathy for having AIDS because they saw it as I brought this on myself. Then you deal with it. You know, um, I was never given any sympathy. Um, So, I mean, I had to live, you know, not only having to deal with having the virus and having AIDS, that I didn't have any comfort from anyone. And I was diagnosed in a very small town outside of Jacksonville, which um, I knew no one who had HIV or AIDS. in the town that I was at, so I was like, man, I'm the only one in this town who has HIV, let alone AIDS. <laughs> now, when, now, when you came out, when you came out to your family, were they accepting of that? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Actually, I came out to my family. I didn't come out to them when I told them I had AIDS. 
I just came out to my family in February of this year. Oh. Which is which is really funny because I was living with them at the time, and I told them that I was infected by other reasons, which I'll get to. Because um, I wouldn't, I wasn't even going to tell them I was gay when I was living with them because um, I was raised um, very strict religious. Yeah. Who you know they believe if you're gay you're going straight to hell. Mm-hmm. You know so. So I didn't want to have to live under, you know, that kind of pressure, you know. So uh, yeah, that's tough. But I, I finally that's did really come tough. out to them in um, February of this year, and uh, my mom, of course, told me I was going straight to hell, and um, I didn't even bother coming out to my dad because, you know, right? I didn't really, I didn't really even. He doesn't really matter to me, so right. I mean, mom matters, but my mom's taking it very well now, so that's a good thing. I mean, she okay, kind of like really you know, accepting. Like, yeah, no, I totally get it because I think like I can relate to it a lot because when not that my parents weren't accepting, but they were very like, oh, let's keep it hush hush. It's not important to tell oh, anyone. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. and that was at a time when I wasn't like shouting it from the rooftops or like you know, doing anything. It was just like I was discovering kind of who I was. Right, yeah. So, you know what I mean? But, like, I, I could definitely understand, like, having that little bit of friction about it. But once right. they know somebody and they realize not only do they know somebody, but they love that somebody, yeah. their their opinions and thoughts start to change, you know, about certain subjects. And yeah. maybe that's what, you know, this is all about. Maybe that's why things happen the way they do. Like, I believe things happen, like, my mom had a gay son because maybe she needed to experience that. You know, she needed yeah. to go through what it was like to to love somebody unconditionally, you know, and for different reasons. And I just think that everything happens for a reason. Right, right, yeah. yeah. You know, we're all here it, for a reason. It's kind of funny, though. I was, I was talking to my mom just the other day, um, and we're talking about TV or something, about decorating or something, and she's talking about Nate Burkus and how she loves the show. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, hello, he's, he's a big old homo. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't say anything. But I was just thinking to myself, you know, hello. Right. <laughs> we can decorate on right. my show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, my. Yeah, I know. That's Life's so- crazy. Yeah, right. So after you, you started meds, how, I mean, not, not started meds. I want to get to that in a little bit. But after, yeah. so you, you, you know, you got diagnosed, you told your family. How did you find support? If you, you said you grew up in this town, you were the only one there you knew. You didn't know anyone else. How did you well, find actually, support? Actually, the way I found support was my nurse referred me to your website. Your nurse? website? Huh? Your nurse? Yeah, my nurse. From from my doctor, oh, wow. there in um in the little town that I lived in with my parents, my nurse told me about your website, and I got in touch with you, and um, got in touch with Dab, and um, yeah, and so I came went to your website and I went to Dab's, and I got in touch with some people on to the chat rooms and stuff like that. And then finally, I was able to move to Jacksonville here, which is a lot more support here. I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah. So, and finally, I met, you know, my soon-to-be husband, 
Um, and so, you know, I've got the life now that I've always wanted. So and now now I have tons of support. We've got a really great support group here in Jacksonville. And so now I've, I've found the support that I really need. So so a lot of people deal, you know, with, you know, once they're diagnosed how to disclose to somebody that they're dating or somebody they're about to date or someone they're interested in or if they're ever going to have a relationship or fall in love. And is that possible? And you just, you know, kind of you brought it in yourself, so I'm going to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> you brought it, you being in this loving relationship, which, I uh, hey, I think it's great. You know, me and my partner just celebrated six years, so, you know, for people who yeah. are doubtful, mm-hmm. it's possible. Um, no, what yeah, totally is, possible. How did you kind of disclose, how did you tell him, and, like, you know, how was that for you? Well, actually, we met at our support group. Okay. Yeah, we met, we're both positive, and we met through our, with our support group, and we just hit it off, and we've spent, we are, we've been together for a year and two months now, and we spent every we live together. We spent every day together, and um, we're soulmates. It's wonderful. Yeah, he's an amazing man. Isn't he though? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, such he's a sweet him. guy. Yeah, it was so nice to meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he thought it was really great to meet you too. Yeah, you guys are cute. I saw the photos on your website. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, so. <laughs> So, so that so you guys met a support group. So that kind of took away like that whole worrying about disclosure. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, are like, oh well, I only now that I'm positive, I'll only date positive people, or you know, certain people are, are like that. Yeah, you know, and I can see why because that's kind of a benefit. You know, you have that disclosure mm-hmm. you don't have to kind of worry about because you both are kind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how you know, how people think different ways and how relationships work. And I think it's great that you are, you know, happy, and I wish you guys the best of luck. So tell us about what your website. Tell us about your website. Well, um, let me tell you, let's, is it all right if we talk about what caused my walking first? Yeah, yeah, that would be actually, I'm sorry, I skipped right over that. Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell us a little bit when you started, you started taking, you started when you, no, I'm sorry, when you were diagnosed with AIDS, you started taking med- your meds, right? Right, right. Your right. were down. So yeah. tell us a little bit so, about what it was like when you started your meds. Yeah, when I first started, when I was first diagnosed, um, they said, well, we're going to start you on meds. So I did what I was told. They said, we'll start you on a triple. So they said, it's the, it's the easiest way to do it. Start one pill. You know, they start me off on a triple which I found out later on that that's a really bad thing to do is start out on a triple up. And um, so I started taking it and um, had a bad experience the first time I took it, the first night. And um, and then I noticed a couple of weeks into it, um, I noticed my walking started getting really funny. Like my right leg was going to kind of turn in funky. And then walking started really tiring me out, like uh, like it would be like a hobble, and um, and I couldn't walk very far at all before I had to sit down, take a break, and then um, and then I had um, this breakout in my skin all over my body. Um, what, what was that condition we were talking about earlier? 
Um, um, it's called Steven Johnson's disease? Yes, yes. It was a, a, a skin condition which caused me to break out in my entire body with blisters. Um, it's a reaction to a triple the sestiva in the triple So, so, um, so they took me off the triple and put me on um, prednisone for a seven-day, you know, trial run to help heal up those blisters. And two days into that, I completely lost the ability to stand up, walk, do anything, because it killed my balance, would cause brain damage in my cerebellum. And um, I couldn't stand up. I had no balance whatsoever. And so um, doctors told me that, you know, it's just, you know, neurological nerve damage in my brain caused by medicine. That's what my first doctor told me. And that it was um, basically not, not repairable and that you're going to be stuck with this for the rest of your life. So... Um, so that right there just really, I was just just like at a loss. I'm like, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. I was like, this is the lowest blow I've ever had to deal with in my life. And uh, and I had no hope whatsoever. And I knew no one who had a walking disability. I, I was just like so alone. And it was like just all these low blows in my life, you know, HIV, uh, AIDS, um now I can't even stand up on my own. I had no support from anyone. And then, then lo and behold, my nurse, um, she thought, you know, well, we should at least put him into physical therapy. Just, you know, at least try to do something. So she put right. me into physical therapy. And so, you know, I gave it my all, you know. And I think that's where, like, this, positive attitude and this determination that I've developed um, came about. And I just stuck with it. I worked as hard and hard, and I worked even more hard. And um, they, you know, just between the two of us, me and my physical therapist, she got me to take my first five steps. And um, that that. right there was that right there was just amazing. It was like a scene out of a movie. I mean, I even had the Rocky like, theme song playing in my head, you know, like blocking everybody out, just focusing and taking my first five steps. It was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know? It was like a Rocky song, right? And then, um, and then, uh, and then so wait a minute, talking, tell me, what, you know, what was it like for you to uh, hear it? I mean, you know, the, the doctor's telling you that you're you're not going to be able to ever walk again. Well, this is something that you're going to have to live with. What was well, it like for you? Go ahead. That was that was just like I was just like you know that that gave me the determination to where I'm like I'm going to walk again. You damn it, I'm going to walk again. I'm going to march up in there and I'm going to show them. Remember when you told me I can walk again? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> and that's when something popped in my head, and I thought, I'm going to make a website. I'm going to start taking videos of my progress, which, thank God for my, my you know, my partner who takes my videos of my progress. Every, he takes me to therapy every time I go, and he takes videos of my progress for me. 
and we track them on my website. And uh, I, you know, I decided to make this website called WeWalkToWin.com, which is now tonight goes live. It's WeWalkToWin.org, and um, and so it's you know it's it's to get, inspire people not to give up just because doctors say that you can't do something. So um, that's where we yeah, are. Yeah, you know, up. it's like that little kid inside you, you know, when when your parents just say, don't do this, but you had exactly. to do it because you were told not to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So in your journey of doing We Walk to Win, have you come across other individuals who were HIV positive and had a walking disability that you could relate to? Well, kind of. Yeah, I have actually at the conference. I've met a couple of guys at the conference, the Fort Walton conference. Right. Yeah. Um, I know they're out there. Right. And it's my mission to find them. Uh-huh. But, and I I know I've heard stories of others, and that's what I'm on a mission to find them. I'm, you know, I'm on. That's my mission is to find them. So hopefully tonight I can find you guys they out can there. Actually I know. I know. Huh? They can. Con- they can contact you uh, right at your website, wewalktowin.org. So if you're listening exactly. out there and, and you exactly. find Exactly, I know you're listening plan- out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to wewalktowin.org and send Garland an email. I'd love to hear about it. Exactly. So, um, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I want to be there for. So the website itself, it, you know, it shares your story. You have a blog there. And you started taping, you know, different videos of you walking. And I and I know on the other website, I don't know if you've had one here because I didn't get to watch all of them, you had other people. I mean, here you're on the treadmill on one of them. Um, and, and you had other people who also had walking disabilities that you had on there as well. Um, have they kind of been some sort of a support for you at all, these other people that you found that you're able to use um, their actually, videos? Those are, those are all people with walking disabilities. Um, I'm working on getting those up on the .org site right now. They're not up there right now, but those are people that I was in therapy with who have had different walking disabilities from, like, any kind of, like, spinal cord injury, um, you know, knee replacement, stuff like that. But they're they're different patients that I was in their physical therapy with that I was really close to because we used to work out together all the time who allowed me to take pictures of them and put them on the website. Gotcha. But people can take their own pictures and send them in, and I'll put them on there for them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's great. Because I really want to you know, see a group effort kind of thing. Right. I think, no, I think it's I think it's great what you do. And, and I think everybody needs a voice, and everybody needs to find somebody who they can relate to. And, and I know that there's people out there who's going to listen to the show, whether they listen to it live or they're going to listen to it in the archive, that, are going to be able to relate to you and 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 know what you're going through, and that's what this is about. Yeah, well, I, that that would just make my day. I tell you what, and I, I thank you so much for this opportunity to get the word out there. No, I think it's I, I I think I think people deserve to hear your story. I think it's an amazing story, and I think you you offer a lot of hope to me and, and to to other people who who can relate to what it's like to you know. They live with HIV every day and have a struggle and, and think that, you know, it's the end of the day and it's the end of the world and, and life goes on. And I think you sharing your story really shows people that they can move past whatever it is and, and still be able to live a full yeah. life with love. Yeah. 
Well, um, um, I have a question here uh, tweeted for me. Um, first, let me open the phone lines. If you guys would like to call into the show and speak to me and Garland, you guys can call us here at 347-215-9442 and press the number one to speak to the host, and we will connect you online. You do not have to share your name if you don't want to. If you want to be anonymous and just call in, you're more than welcome to. Uh, questions and comments there. Or you can tweet your questions and comments to at am on Twitter, and we will take them there as well. I do have a question that was tweeted earlier. How does Garland keep the hope? How do I keep the hope? How do you keep the hope? I think about the prize at the end. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. Well, I keep the hope by um, just focusing on the little improvements that I keep making. Um, you do reach plateaus in your your um, progress where you'll you'll keep working, 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 and you don't make any progress at all, but you've got to keep working through it and working through it, and then, bam, you'll make another improvement. So you just look forward to the small improvements, and then eventually I'm going to get there. No, I think oh, I, you're definitely going to get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and for you people listening, I know there's some... Yeah, there's some confusion for the website. There's You want to go to wewalktowin.org. That is the new website that everything's going to be posted. If you go to the .com, that will have information, but that is an old site, so you want to go to .org. So you can go there and find all the information. Because I see people in the POSIM chat room um, debating on going to which one, so I just want to clear that up for them as well. Yeah, just go to .org. Well, you got a pretty big crowd in here, Garland. Woo-hoo! Oh, good, good. <laughs> Yeah, we got a crowd there and a crowd on Pazayam as I'm looking here. A lot of people in there. So they're all saying hello. Um, so tell me, um, what what is the next thing that you plan on doing with We Walk to Win? Is there like, um, once you, you know, get things added, is there something big and exciting that you have coming up? Any new projects with that? Uh, with me? With Roger, well, with what you? I would love to do is, first of all, I would like to, to be a public speaker. Take this, you know, on the public stage, going to speak. Um, at different conventions and stuff like that. Um, I would really like to get a walk together. Um, um, the, the sky's the limit, really, with this. It's a matter of figuring out how to do all this stuff now. Um, I'm trying my best to get um, get it to be a tax-free organization um, so I can raise funds to help people who have walking disabilities, um, especially people with HIV and AIDS who have walking disabilities, if I can find them. No, I will find them. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> yeah, um, you will. They may need. I have um, a question here coming out of uh, the Pause IM chat room. Randall asks, what meds did they switch you to once you stopped the triple? Oh, I've been on so many meds, but right now, I'm, which is doing me just fine, I'm on a talent Felsentry, um, Truvada, and um, what's that other one? I can't remember. Yeah, they got the weirdest names, don't they? I know. I, I can't remember the names of them. I'm on like, four now. Just like, it's like naming the seven dwarfs, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Delta. I've been oh. on so many meds, but um, no, I can't do Sativa. Anyway, there's so many. There's, there's another one so I can't remember me, the name of it. That's fine. I, 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 I really now, but I've been on I've been on so many that 
this just don't work for me, so. No, I understand. But I actually have a uh, now. Yeah. You on what now? I sent you a Yes. Okay. Okay, I just want to make sure I have you there. We have a caller, so I'm going to bring on area code 904. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hey. This is Dennis Skelton. Garland. Dennis. Oh, Dennis. Robert. Garland. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hi, Dennis. Garland. I just want to say props. You oh, know thank me. You. Yes, I know you, Den- Dennis Skelton. Yes, Gainesville. Oh. oh, hey, how are you? Good. I just want to say hi to you. Oh, hey, how are you? I mean, it's not a like big whatever call, but I wanted to say hi. Oh, hi there. <laughs> How's Gainesville? I don't know. I don't know there anymore. I'm in Jacksonville, oh, actually. Oh, you are in Jacksonville. <laughs> yes, so come visit me. Oh, okay. But anyways, I just want to say hi and oh, big props to you. Huh? Oh, it's good to talk to you too, Dennis. Because uh, I'm like, my friend Gollum's going to be on the radio show. Everybody <laughs> listen. I hit Facebook up hard. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, a small world, huh? Small world. Yeah, I knew Gollum like 15 years ago. I think it was longer than that, wasn't it? Um, you and Chris. Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like it was 15 years ago. Yeah. And I just wanted to say hi. Well, thanks say, for I think of you. Huh? And you made me cry tonight, and that's rare. Oh, <laughs> oh I made you cry? Oh, don't cry. I don't usually cry, but I did tonight. Just because oh. I was thinking about you, I was thinking about all of Gainesville. Oh. But well, thanks for calling in, Dennis. Thank you, Robert. And All right, good night, Dennis. Go and have a good day, and okay, hit me up on you. the radio show. I'm on the chat room. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, bye. Bye. And remember, guys, you guys can reach us here. Uh, the lines are open, 347-215-9442. Press the number one to speak with us on air, and you can share whatever you like. So we're open to discussing anything. So what do you think is the hardest thing that you've dealt with with being HIV positive? The hardest thing? Yeah, like have you dealt with stigma from people? You know, actually, I've not really had to deal with stigma except for my family. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the hardest part is just dealing with the stigma with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, having to deal and with. It's so hard because you know, it's like we're like we're like kind of in that predicament where we kind of have to educate them to erase it. But they don't. They don't. You you can't even educate them. It's so bad. You know, they're just like, I don't want to hear about it. They're, they're that bad. You know, I, I don't want to hear about it. I don't, I don't want, you know, it's, it's out of the devil. I don't want to hear about it. So, right. I mean, it's really deep rooted. It's it's really bad. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things you talked about before was, um, and we talked earlier, you said you were okay with talking about it, is one of the things that you could relate to me about was going through recovery and things of that nature. Um how are you dealing with that today? Recovery? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm doing fine actually. I'm doing fine. Right. I'm I'm about three I'm going on August will be three years clean. Well I think that's commendable. Congratulations. 
Yeah, yeah. I had to move away from it. I think it's great. Uh, I know um, um, you, you, my drug of choice at the time was meth. Um, that was mine, too. I did it for eight yeah. years. Been, yeah. Eight years? Eight years, yes. Mm-hmm. Eight years, wow. I did it for one year, and that, sh- that whooped my ass. Well, um, no, I did it for eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, yeah. I would what say made you want to about, Um, probably because I started getting really, really sick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I had to run my life down to the ground, so I figured, yeah, I think it's about time to move away from it. Yeah. So. But I picked my life back up. Um, Well, that's what you did, you know. And everybody has to hit rock bottom in order to go up. Exactly. So it took me. You know, and everybody's rock rock bottom bottom is different. You know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think so. In in some ways, I was a functioning addict, though. I'm sorry, so, uh, in some ways, I was a functioning addict, though. Yeah, I could, I could, yeah. I could bring I them could. to work, and I, I could get so much stuff done to work. I tell you what. So, right? <laughs> You'd be cleaning that house. <laughs> uh, I know, right? <laughs> the house, the house would be. They have to be clean from top to bottom. And boy, you wouldn't I could all day. Work, work. <laughs> I could. <laughs> right, you wouldn't eat a thing. Work. <laughs> God, I, I hated it. You know what I hated the most was the birds chirping. <laughs> you know, when the birds chirp in the morning, that's when you knew that you were up all night. Uh-huh. And it was like another it was like that other it was like that uh moment again, like oh I did it again. Uh, again? Yeah. Oh, then you had that feeling of guilt and depression and it was just like I hated that that coming down yeah. part. I hated it. Yeah, that's why I don't do. I don't touch that shit anymore. I can't now. No, mm-hmm. well, I moved. I moved away from it. So, mm. yeah, it's great when you when you meet somebody and you know you kind of take your life out of that and you don't hang around exactly. the bars twenty four seven and yeah, it, it, your whole life changes and and you know for yeah. me, HIV kind of put a lot of stuff in, into perspective for me. Like my life oh yeah totally mm-hmm. kind of gave me like a rebirth. Yeah, and in a weird kind of way, and you know, I, I, I think you know. Uh, I, I, I know it sounds crazy, but HIV—it's like a blessing in disguise almost for me because it changed my life so much. Like it, it sounds very weird to say, but it's changed parts of me for the good because it really kind of put my head on straight. Right, if that makes sense. No, no, I, I totally agree because I tell, I mean, I, I I kind of think, I view it as kind of as a gift because it kind of really changed everything about me. Like it I did. was this person who, you know, was an asshole, a cheater, I was a loser, you know, I, I did all these mm-hmm. kinds of drugs, I went to bad houses, you know what I mean? Like I was yep. a total mess and it kind of really, like it kind of sent shockwaves you know, in my body, it was like, you need to get it together or it's not going to be here long, you know? like Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, it allowed me to value my family more, relationships more, my friends more, people in general, you know? Yeah, very well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put stuff into perspective for me. It really did change my life. Exactly. 
I'm glad you see it my way because I thought you were going to say, like, you're crazy. Is a gift? <laughs> no, because some people are, like, say the same to me. I mean, when we first started this show three years ago, I turned around and I was, I said it on air, and somebody actually called into the show and yelled at me for saying that, for saying that I viewed it as something that was, something that happened in my life that good came out of. You know what I mean? Because well, people, were like, you shouldn't say that. People are newly diagnosed. You know, shouldn't be thinking like that. And I go, I'm not saying that. But after I'm yeah. somebody who's been living with it now for almost a decade, you know what I mean? Right. So I went through the process of accepting it, moving past right. the denial and all that, and going through the meds. And now I'm at a space in my head where I can go, okay, I'm okay with yeah. where I'm at, and I can just be me. Yeah. It's yeah. Easier. Yeah. Yeah. And it then it comes come with getting older too. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, there's a, you know, I, I want, uh, when I first designed We Walk to Win, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted it to be strictly people with walking disabilities. Right, I remember and then I thought, that. And then, then I thought, you know, I really wanted to open it up for people with HIV and AIDS. And then I thought, well, how how would I open it up for people with HIV and AIDS plus people with walking disabilities. And I thought to myself, well, if you've got HIV or AIDS, it's still a path that you have to walk, you know. There's still hurdles that you have to go over, and they're not hurdles that you can jump over, you know. They're, they're, you know, there's nothing you can just jump over. There's obstacles right. you have to take small steps and walk over. That's so right. we walk over those steps to win. So that I explains that's I wanted to make that explanation of you know, it's um my slogan is with hope, determination and a positive attitude, we walk to win. So that's awesome. how it ties into people with walking with um HIV and AIDS. Or no, really any other disabilities. Huh? No, I was gonna say we actually have a caller on there, so I want to bring a caller on to us. Oh, okay. Okay, I believe this is Kevin. Kevin, is this you? Hey, Robert and Garland. How are you? Hi, good. Hey, Kevin. Welcome to the show. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I saw saw that name, Garland Kicklighter, and, uh, you know, you, you were born a superhero, and, you know, with your superhero <laughs> hero name and your superhero powers and your determination, um, you know, your story is just so inspiring, and uh, I just oh. wanted to come on and and let you know that, and um, it's, you know, and, and then hearing your quote there just really uh, gave me goosebumps <laughs> with oh, hope, determination, and a positive attitude we walk to, and that's really cool. Oh, cool. So, thank you very much. Just, this is a great attitude, and uh, and I just wish you the best. Oh, thank you very much. It was great to hear from you. <laughs> Good to hear from you. Take care. Okay, you Thanks take care, too. Me, by by uh, Robert, take care. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, great. That's awesome. That's you know that that that's you know great to hear. And I I, I echo everything and ditto everything he says because oh, it is man, it's amazing what he did. Oh wow. So many people are afraid to put themselves out there, and I think people, you know, who do put themselves out there. Uh mm-hmm. huh. 
who may feel like that they're under microscope, under microscope, under microscope, you know. I think that it's great that you do that and, and you give a voice to people who don't who are afraid to have it. Because it takes somebody very strong to be the first person to put up a voice and scream. Wow. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, it's true. That wasn't too bad. So tell me, um, what what does okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna this may put you on the spot. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Sure. Tell me what tell me what your partner means to you. Well, my partner means for me means to you. My partner is my best friend. He's my lover. He's my life. He's everything to me. That's, awesome. That's what he means to me. That's great. I just I just love having people share that they're in love because it just sends so much yeah. hope to people who think that it's never going to happen. And, and oh. people give up hope all the time, and they can't. Oh, it's out there. I'll tell you what, though. When you least expect it, that's when it happens. Because I was like, not expecting to find him. Yep. When you least expect it, you find that little, uh, you know, box of gold under the rainbow or chest of gold exactly. or whatever they call it. Exactly. And it's and such I an mean, amazing Robert, You've seen how he helps me. You saw. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's always awesome. there at my side, mm-hmm. helping me with everything that I need help with all the time. He is always there. That's awesome. And I try to be there to help him. Whenever I can. And I'm sure you are. Yeah. I, I try to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love the wonderful thing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> so, one of the questions we always ask um, people who come on is, what advice would you give to somebody who is newly diagnosed today and is listening to the show? Um, what advice? Um Seek a support group. It's just available. Um, seek chat rooms. Seek others. Um, that would be my advice. And it's very hard to find support, especially if you're in a rural area. Yeah, if you're in a rural area. You know what I mean? Like for me, like I, I live somewhat, I don't consider it not I guess it is kind of rural. I mean, I live in, in, in Bucks County, but it's kind of outside of Philly. It's not in the city, city where, you know, like Rocky is, where everybody thinks Philadelphia, they think center city. Like, I'm not near that. I'm more of the outskirts of it. So, like, yeah. that was why I wanted Paz I Am. That's why, you know, right. we created it was because I didn't have friends that I knew, so I had to create right. a place to meet people. And I've met so many wonderful people, like yourself and your partner. Right. Well, um, they can do what I had to do. Get online and find pauseiam.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, if you would, if you would um, another question that I want to ask you is if you could recommend a website, not uh-huh. including pauseiam, another yep. website for people to get information, good information, because there's so many different information, you know, out there that's good and not so good. 
um, for people to read? Where can they go and get solid information about HIV? Um, about HIV. Well, I know. Like, where do you go? For HIV? Where do you go? Yeah, like, what other HIV websites do you visit? Um... Well, being that my computer doesn't work very well right now, not many. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I would, I would send them to Dad's the AIDS Bear Project website. Yeah, that's awesome. And Dad, go to the yeah. link there. Yeah, he has such great um, people there. Actually, I have another caller. So let me bring this caller on area code nine zero four. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yep. Hey, Robert. Hello? Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Harvey. Harvey, Hi, Harvey. Can you lower your speakers? Uh, just a moment. Let me get where I can. Okay. Got it down? How you doing, Harvey? Hi. Yeah. Garland, I don't think we've ever met. I've done a, I do a lot of work with a lot of HIV AIDS organizations in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. And I'm on the uh, World AIDS Week committee. I just okay. emailed you my uh, on your website, my home okay. and cell phone numbers. Give okay. me a call when you get a chance, and I'll work with you on getting this walk going and uh, any of the other things that you want to get started here. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll be happy to work with you on all of that. Oh, my God, that's great news. So uh, you, my numbers are uh, in an email to your website. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Harvey. Okay, no problem. That's great. Thanks for calling me, Harvey. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't know if this is still Kevin. Let me just double-check because I have another person. Hi, is this still Kevin? Uh, No. Hello? Hi, who's this? Okay, somebody doesn't want to talk. All right, yeah. <laughs> so, that's great. So you had Harvey contact you. Harvey's a great guy. He's on Pause.am as well, and um, you know, very active in there, and you can uh, chat him up, and uh, I'm sure he'll help you out a lot. I'm excited for you. I'm really glad that you that took is, today that to, to launch your new website. Yeah. So we walk to win.org. Go there and email Garland. Tell him how wonderful he is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and get connected. No, Garland, so you're on Facebook. Um, they can find you, We Walk to Win, and under Garland Kicklighter. And then they can also find you on Twitter, We Walk to Win. Mm-hmm. So you're going to start tweeting. Yep. Get, yep, get yep. you on there. And yeah. um, people can find you there. And then, of course, they can find you on Pause I Am as well. Yep. I'm on there. I am so glad that you came on and shared your story. I think you are an amazing man. And I can't wait to see what other amazing things you do. Well, I'm so happy to be able to come on the show, Robert. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You have yourself a great night, and tell your man hello. Okay, I will tell him. All right, have a good night. Bye, everybody. Bye, Garland. You guys can find more information again on Garland Kicklighter at www.wewalkthenumber2win.org. Um, check out his website, really interesting stuff, and he is amazing. You see his, his videos on his page are of his first five steps after the doctor told him he was never going to walk again, and, and you can see the moment of what it was like for him to go through that actually happened on his website. I think it's amazing. Go to We Walk, 
the number two win dot org um, and, and 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 check out his videos. Again, thank you all for tuning in tonight. Next week we'll be speaking with the fabulous Vicki Lynn. She'll be sharing her personal story and talking about her life with HIV and recovery. She's an amazing woman. I met her at a conference. Um, I hope you all will be tuning in with us here every Sunday here at 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Pause AM Radio offers you your dose of hope, and we hope that you will be joining us next week. Have a great night, and I'm going to close the show out with a song from um, a gentleman by the name of Prince Michael. Have a great night. Figured I spit it like I actually have HIV. That way people will listen. 500,000 people just died from it, and awareness is what I stand for. With that HIV, with that HIV, get tested, make sure you're not infected. With that HIV, with that HIV, wrap it up, don't be like me. Was it my? Thank you and have a great night. See you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.